All right, Patrick, we are back for another podcast episode. This is episode number 46 for those keeping score. Uh, And this uh, week, we've got a lot to cover off. Um, We've got some WestJet news. We've got some BMO news, some AirMile news. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Air France KLM promo. And uh, just just make sure we cover all the bases. Um, And let's start... Patrick with WestJet. I mean, you're you're a Calgary boy. You know uh, how much this company means to the city of Calgary. You were at an event recently um, this week, I guess, talking about uh, their new uh, long haul flights. Uh, they introduced, of course, the 787, and uh, there was an event this week um, held uh, in the city of Calgary with the mayor and a whole bunch of other um, officials about these new long-haul flights. Tell us a bit about them and why they mean so much to Calgary. Yeah, so it was a a pretty big event held at the Calgary Chamber of Commerce. Um, It was basically WestJet reaffirming their position and making Calgary their global hub. There was a lot of speculation as to where the first 787 routes would happen. Would they be out of Toronto because that's a bigger market? Would they, you know, hub out of Calgary? And and it is the latter. They decided, you know, Calgary is the place to be for WestJet. Uh, they have enough connecting traffic out of here. This is the best place to start off with those planes. Um, of course, they have the, the 787 hangar being built here. Uh, they already fly one of the routes to London out of Calgary. Uh, the other cities that, that they're flying to, which are going to be Dublin and Paris, are already served out of other Canadian cities. So, so it kind of, everything just found the place for them to kind of test the waters with the plane and get used to the plane. You know, some people were hoping that we'd see Asia or Australia or some some other exciting cities, and those are going to come. But right now, you know, they have to get used to the plane. They have to get used to, to everything to, to try and upsell the business class. It's it's a whole new airline. And that was part of this pitch that they reaffirm our affirmation to, to Calgary is that they're going through a change, that they're – not this low cost carrier anymore. They are a full fledged airline offering business class on their 787s with the lie flat pods, premium classes that are coming out on their 737s with a true two by two seating instead of just having a, a middle seat blocked off. Um, they're shifting, you know, and and that was this whole push and that was this whole event. So they had the mayor, they had MLAs, MPs, you name it, a bunch of people there uh, to talk about the celebration and basically what economic contribution WestJet provides to Calgary, to Alberta, and even to Canada. Uh, so it wasn't just, it, you know, it focused around the roots, but it was more about what WestJet as a company as a whole is kind of providing for, for Canada. And some of the numbers are, are pretty amazing. I won't go into them here. You can see them in their press releases. They, they have them there, but... Uh, you know, they, it looks like this is an airline that is really striving to to, to just continue growing, uh, challenge Air Canada, challenge other global airlines. Um, so we'll see once the, the 787s come out next year, you know, they're going to start their long haul routes, Paris, London, Dublin. Those start in late April. However, the first plane will be coming in January. Um, so if you want to get on that plane before that, the the planes are going to be running, and this is, this hasn't been confirmed. This should be coming out in the next week or so, but in all likelihood, they're going to be flying between Calgary, Toronto, and Vancouver and Toronto um, so that the, the pilots can get used to them, the, the flight attendants can get used to them. They have to get certified for the ETOPS ratings so they can fly across the ocean. So they, they'll be plying a bunch of those routes. Uh, basically, so they everybody can get accustomed to to the airplane, to to servicing the airplane, everything they need to be. Um, where it is, the planes may actually be 
based in Toronto to start with because the hangar in Calgary won't be ready yet. So it, you know, for the, the Av Geeks and plane spotters, you may see the, the 787s there more often. Uh, we still don't know what the exact date is of that very first flight. Um, but you know, it should be sometime late January, early February. And then come April, that's when these planes will shift off those domestic routes and will fly the, the long haul routes, Calgary to Paris, Calgary to London, Calgary to Dublin. Um, we know at this time there's no code shares with their partners on those flights yet, um, but in all likelihood Delta will code share Air France, KLM, of course that's why that connection to Paris is, is key with Air France, because um, Air France right now serves Vancouver, Toronto, and Montreal, but they don't serve Calgary. KLM, they're, you know, the other airline that's owned by the same company, Air France, KLM, does fly Calgary to Amsterdam, but they don't have the Calgary to Paris route, so that this fits that niche perfectly there for, for the business traveler connecting to Air France flights out of out of Paris. Uh, that flight is only th you know three to four times a week to start with, um, but I'm imagining it will move up to daily uh, as long as the demand is there, and I think demand can be there. And some of it will come, I believe, from the U.S. Here in Calgary, we've seen that WestJet is adjusting their afternoon arrival bank from the U.S. to time perfectly with the 787 flights to Europe. So not only are they looking for travelers out of Calgary, Saskatchewan, BC, Manitoba, you can tell that they're going to market and push to get travelers out of the western U out of the western United States to connect via Calgary. We see Air Canada do it all the time with their flight to Europe and Asia where their flights are super cheap if you want to fly out of the US and connect via Toronto, Calgary, uh, Vancouver, Montreal to those international destinations. So we're seeing WestJet take that same route. Um, that would be, you know, that's pretty much the only explanation for that afternoon uh, bank of flights to be shifted that times perfectly with these 787s. So. For sure. And as you said, as you said, Patrick, I mean, other airlines have been doing that. So it just, it just makes sense that Calgary is going to try to take advantage of some of that potentially US traffic in the Midwest uh, and, and align their schedules in a way that uh, U.S. travelers will uh, find it hard to resist some of those uh, those deals that will likely be offered up. That's right. And, you know, and, and if WestJet says, you know, they're they're expanding their service on these planes, economy, premium economy and business and, and the service in the premium economy business class is supposed to be second to none that, you know, that, that, that they're saying, if that's the case and one, one or two U.S. travelers try it and love it and like it better than Delta or American or these other airlines, then, you know, word gets out and, and it's just it's good for WestJet. So they, they'll have to make sure they're on top of their game. They're on the ball and provide that best service that they can and 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 the travelers should come to those flights well i was just i was just thinking when you mentioned that the first uh flights with this new aircraft will be from you know uh, domestically toronto to calgary it uh, makes sense that maybe i i, I take a, a trip out to see you uh, patrick and uh, take a take a test drive uh, in one of these flights as well. Absolutely, you know I'm sure there'll be um, a lot of people clamoring to get on those flights. Maybe we'll be able to get onto the first flight uh, to do a review of, of it. Um, yeah. Maybe they'll even do, as you recall, Rewards Canada was out on the 737 Max when they got it last year. They did a sightseeing flight for for media and employees kind of over the mountains. So they may do something the same with the 787. So it may not be a revenue flight, but they may do a flight um, just for media and employees as well. Well, so we'll see if we can get in on that if they do provide one. Yeah, we'll keep our eyes and ears open. Uh, good stuff. Well, that's exciting news. Now, that's not the only uh, exciting news uh, coming out of the WestJet camp. Uh, the other news uh, was the introduction of a new 
uh, platinum tier to the frequent flyer program. And as you mentioned to me, this wasn't something that they broadcast uh, via a news release. It was something that they emailed uh, their frequent flyer program members. But let's get into the details of it because I'm sure a lot of people are going to be interested in in what this uh, what this will offer. Yeah, so they hinted at this earlier in the year with an email to, to WestJet Roars members that a new elite tier was coming. And on uh, the 10th of October, they announced it officially. It's going to be called Platinum, and that's above their gold level. Um, it hasn't fully launched. It's been announced, but they figure by end of this year, early 2019, it will officially launch. Um, at that uh, at that time, anybody who has already reached the qualifying spend, which is $8,000 or more with WestJet it, during their qualifying period, will uh, receive platinum status. Uh, the big thing with platinum status is the earn rate on WestJet flights. Once you hit that, you're going to earn 8% back on every dollar you spend outside of taxes and fees with WestJet. So that's that's a pretty big earn. Um, and they were even saying, you know, you add an extra 2% to that if you have the WestJet World Elite MasterCard, you're earning 10% back on your WestJet flights. That, that's a, a nice, uh, decent return to use towards uh, future flights with WestJet. Um, other benefits with the Platinum are free checked bags. You get three of them. Um, silver and gold only get two. Um, not sure how big of benefit that is for Platinum members because these are business travelers, a lot of people who aren't checking bags. So that may come in handy when they're going on vacation here and there. But again, three bags per person, that, that's quite a bit. I mean, so I don't see it being used that often. Uh, advanced unlimited seat selection. That's a good one. You don't have to pay for any of your, your seat selection with WestJet. Um, it initially starts off with 10 lounge access vouchers. So that's the same as what gold gets. Um, silvers get four. Um, 10, I know I've already seen on forums and people on our on our blog and everything saying that 10 is not very much, that they would expect more. Here's the thing. It's going to go to unlimited access. Um, there's just some things on the back end WestJet needs to do. So sometime in the future, Platinums will actually get unlimited airport lounge access, which is great for their partner lounges. But WestJet, as we all know, also said that they're going to open up to nine of their own lounges in the in the near future here. So they're going to have their own lounges that you can uh, access uh, being with Platinum, or you'll have the vouchers for gold and silver as well. Uh, priority boarding and a bunch of other uh, benefits. Uh, there's also, there was kind of an unpublished benefit of a complimentary upgrade to Plus, or what they now call Premium, that Golds were getting. Um, and it happened here, there, um, and you just, you could read about online that people were getting it. So now they're actually publishing that Platinums have the highest priority to those upgrades. So if you buy a higher economy class fare, you have a high priority to be bumped up to premium or what they used to call plus. Golds will be a little bit below that and then silvers will be last in, in eligibility. But again, you have to be buying the Econo or Flex fare. Um, if you buy the cheapest fare, it doesn't look like you'll be eligible for those upgrades. And also those upgrades are only um, available uh, on all their flights except for Europe. They won't be doing upgrades to Europe yet. Of course, they're probably going to toy with seeing how much they can sell the premium economy and the business class on those 787s, I, I'm sure if it doesn't go too well, there are the chances that they'll move to allowing upgrades for Platinums and Golds uh, for those flights as well. At least the premium economy, maybe even bumped up if you buy premium economy, 
maybe we'll see upgrades to business class. Let's cross our fingers because other airlines do that. I think WestJet just needs to test the waters because they've, they've never had a business class before. So they're going to see how everything goes. Um, and that's basically the gist of the, the platinum status. You can check our blog. We, we detail a lot more of that. There were other changes that came to silver, gold, and teal. And there was also a change to the milestone awards, the main one being uh, the first milestone award when you reach $4,000 of spending. It used to be just a companion voucher for Canadian flights. It's now WestJet-wide companion voucher. You can use it anywhere WestJet flies. So at $4,000, $6,000, $8,000, and every $2,000 after that, you get a companion voucher anywhere WestJet flies. So so pretty good uh, update to the companion voucher system. Um, like I said, other than that, check our blog for all the details on Platinum. Well, I was going to say you've got a great chart there. Uh, on the blog that uh, neatly lays out uh, how all these tiers work and, and what you actually get. So definitely check it out. All right, great. Next, let's talk about the Air Miles uh, BMO World Elite MasterCard. I know uh, we don't talk a lot about uh, Air Miles, um, at least we haven't recently. And, and we want to highlight the fact that this is a, a pretty rich offer uh, on this card. Um, so Patrick, what makes it such a good deal in your mind? Um, it's the fact that it's starting off with your first year annual fee is waived. Um, so the, the BMO Air Miles World Elite Mass Card is the top end Air Miles card from BMO. Uh, normally has a $120 annual fee, but for this first year right now, during this limited time promotion, they're waiving that. So it's going to cost you nothing. Um, you meet the eligible spending in the first three months, and they're going to give you 3,000 bonus air miles. So in our valuations, that's that's like getting at least $330 worth of miles um, at no cost other than the spending you're putting on the, card is on the card. But they're also, as part of this promotion, which is limited time, you get a companion flight rebate, which means when you redeem for one flight, uh, you're going to get a companion flight uh, as well, and they'll rebate you the miles for that. The key here is you have to remember that you have enough miles in your Air Miles account to book two flights, and then they rebate you the miles afterwards. You can't go in thinking, um, I'm going to redeem for 6,000 miles of flights. I only have 3,000. I'm going to get two flights. Uh, unfortunately, that's not how it works. You have to have all 6,000, redeem 6,000, and then uh, a few weeks later, you're going to get 3,000 miles back into your account. So you just have to make sure you have enough miles to, to make sure that you can take advantage of that uh, companion ticket offer. But you add in the you know no annual fee, the $330 in value of miles at a minimum. It could be worth more. The companion flight rebate, and, it, and you you're, you can say see why this is such a good deal. It's really, you're getting a lot of things for free. It even gives you uh, complimentary membership in the MasterCard Airport Experiences, which is Lounge Key, plus two annual complimentary lounge access passes. So right there's another um, about $65, $70 worth uh, in Canadian dollars of value that you're, again, you're only getting, that you're getting for free, basically, because there's no annual fee on the card. Uh, so really good sign-up offer. If you're an Air Miles collector, you may want to keep the card beyond that for that lounge access, the complimentary passes, uh, your 15% flight discounts for flights in North America. Otherwise, you know, this is going to be one that a lot of people jump on, and then before the annual fee comes up, they, they may cancel the card um, after getting all those benefits. So, But remember, if you do plan on doing that, use up your, your annual passes and that, that lounge access beforehand, because once you cancel the card, you lose uh, that lounge access. So something to, to take into account. For sure. And, I mean, this whole idea of companion ticket offers, we're seeing uh, sort of more and more of those. Um, I, I suspect many people are going to be intrigued about that deal, but as you pointed out, you, you've got to make sure that you've got the overall uh, 
value of those miles or that the total balance of those miles for both tickets in your uh, air miles account before you're able to take advantage of it, correct? Yeah. Okay, well, um, let's move on then. We're going to stick with BMO. We're going to now talk about uh, the BMO Rewards World Elite MasterCard. They're offering a 35000 sign-up bonus plus the first year fee waived. Um, now, you, you talked about, uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about this offer, but you also noted that a number of our readers have uh, complained about their experience with the BMO Rewards Travel Department. Um, and I'd like to get your opinion on, on, on that and whether or not it's, it's something that can be addressed. But first, what's, what's the deal with the deal? All right. So this is, this is a recurring offer that we see from the BMO rewards, rewards world elite MasterCard that a lot of people wait for. And again, it's that same thing. It's that first year free offer on the card. So when you get the card, they're going to waive the annual fee. Uh, you'll see, you'll, you'll probably see the annual fee charged in, in the first statement. And then they refund it a couple of statements after that. Um, but what you get is a 35,000 point bonus once you meet the, the minimum spending on the card that's required. It's 3,000 in the first three months, so about $1,000 a month if you can do that. Um, and that 35,000 points is worth $250 in travel bookings, and that's via BMO Rewards. And we'll touch upon what you're saying right after that. Um, the other key thing with this card is that it comes with that same lounge key membership that we just talked about for the Air Miles World Elite, um, but this one comes with four lounge visits. So it covers your annual fee for that membership and and the four lounge visits. So it's adding a lot of value that you're getting, again, at no cost because you're having that first uh, first year annual fee waived. Um, so the $250 travel credit, roughly about $300 worth of lounge access value so that you can see where that value comes in that you're getting for no cost other than spending $3,000 on, on the card. Um, so it's a really good deal. A lot of people do this short term because of that BMO rewards. So that $250 in travel booking value, you have to book via BMO rewards. And we just hear time and time again, uh, complaints that BMO doesn't find the best deals. They have issues with the booking, uh, and the list goes on. Um, and that's where BMO, I think falters a bit. Most of their competitors, uh, save for a couple offer you the ability to do all your own bookings. You can go to whatever website you want, whether it's Expedia, Air Canada, WestJet, Marriott, you name it, you do your bookings and then you can redeem the points against that travel charge. Um, what BMO does, they keep it in-house because they earn a commission on those travel bookings. So they're making more money on it that way rather than you going out and, and doing your own bookings. Um, so that so that's the key thing to note here. If you're getting this card and you want to use up that 35,000 points, you're going to have to go and book through them. So a lot of people, I think, just book a hotel here and there. They may book, if they have a flight, they book it, use the points. Um, once they have that and have used up their lounge visits just before their annual fee is due after this first year free, they cancel the card. And and I, I don't fault them for that because the, the program after that, um, it used to offer 2% return all the time for travel, which was great. And and people put up with the headache of BMO rewards, had no issues with it. But earlier this year in January of 2018, they changed that. And the, the new rates uh, give you about a 1.43 up to a 2% or 2.14% return, depending where you make those purchases. So on average, you're going to be getting less than 2% now. And there's cards out there that offer 2% all the time for travel bookings. Um, the MBNA Rewards uh, World Elite Mass Card is, is an example of that. 
Um, they're, they're going through changes too, but on their travel side, they're keeping it 2% and it's any travel bookings versus having to go through the credit cards, um, travel rewards service. So th these are just, uh, things to take, take into account still, you know, you're getting huge value at no cost other than your, your spending to meet, uh, to get that 35,000 bonus points. So take a look at it. Maybe it's something you want to do for the short term. Um, if it's something where you don't think you can use those 35,000 points or those lounge passes in the first year, probably bypass this offer. Well, I'll just add, I mean, I've got this card. Um, and I just recently, you know, I had, I had it for personal use. I've, I've recently added it, um, for business. Um, you know, my experience in dealing with their travel reward program was that, you know, I went and did the research. I found some flights. I mentioned it, you know, when I got the agent on the line, I mentioned what my deal was and they, they, they matched the deal. They booked it for me at the price I found uh, for the flight. Um, and so, you know, I suppose it's going to vary. It, it all depends on what, what your experience is. Uh, but that was my experience. Um, maybe they've changed things, uh, but but they certainly matched the price that I was able to uh, to to find doing my own research. Yeah, and see that that's great that they matched it, but it's unfortunate that you couldn't find that price right away with them. That you had to call in, you had to go through that whole process of doing it, and that's something we've heard time and time again. Is that it takes that phone call to to get them to find the right deal that it's not there right away. Yeah, yeah, and that's 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 a good point. I, but I also think that reinforces this idea that you know really to get the best deal on anything, you've got to put the work in on the research, um, and and do some of that yourself. Um, it's just it's just how how it tends to work these days. So, um, but anyway, we'll continue to uh, look for feedback for others that have uh, uh, experienced that particular program and that uh, particular uh, redemption experience. Um, before we move off of the banks, Patrick, you wanted to talk a little bit about CIBC. Yeah, so um, news came out not too long ago that there's updates coming to the CIBC Aventura uh, Visa cards. And the main things happening there are that they are adding a uh, priority pass lounge access um, with lounge visits. So they're you know competing against the Scotia Gold Passport Infinite, against these BMO World Elite cards that are all offering lounge access. Um, the Aventura card is one that's kind of been stagnant. They haven't been doing much with the card other than, you know, first year free, maybe an increased sign up bonus. But in terms of benefits um, and rewards on the card, they haven't done anything with it for many years. Um, they didn't change anything on the reward side. It's still how it has been for, I think, at least four years, maybe it's five years now. Um, but what they're adding is a few benefits off to the side. So there's the, the priority pass lounge uh, membership along with some lounge access passes. Um, but the one that really intrigued me is they're the first card in Canada now that will offer you a rebate for your Nexus. So Nexus is the frequent traveler um, kind of trusted traveler program put on by Canada and the U.S. so that you uh, can go through security quicker, you can um, use the different uh, kiosks to get you through customs quicker. And this has been a very common feature on a lot of U.S. cards that offered global entry or um, clear memberships or rebates on those memberships. And that, that's kind of their same thing as Nexus. Now, as a Canadian, when you get Nexus, you actually get the U.S. global entry, which is a great extra feature. Um, so this is a, a process uh, that costs you uh, $50 U.S., and once every four years, CIBC will rebate you for that, and that starts on October 15th. So if you're planning to get uh, Nexus, don't do it till after October 15th if you have that card. 
put the fee on your card and you will get it rebated, which is great. Um, now, the Nexus process can be a little uh, cumbersome. You have to wait to get an interview and all that stuff, but it's well worth it. I've had it in our family for, for many years now. All four of us have it in the kids. Uh, $50 for five years has been uh, more than worth it. And the amount of times it saved us on uh, security lineups. Um, it gives you TSA uh, pre-check on, on most airlines, which so if you're flying out of U.S. airports, some like San Francisco, where the lineups are crazy the tsa pre-check saved us so much time <clears throat> it's it's a, a great little feature and i always recommend everybody say and tell them to get it because it's it's well worth that us 50 dollars you spend on it so if you have this aventura card you're you know you're getting it for free basically so that's a, a great new option and we'll discuss the the aventura and its other changes uh here in the future more because they're going to have some more stuff coming out uh, in the next couple weeks awesome and and having uh Taking a trip to San Francisco recently, I can attest the lineups in that airport are crazy, and uh, I don't have the Nexus. Um, I wish I did, because I watched a lot of people cruise through while I stood in the lineup. So (laughs) good on CIBC for including that in their uh, card offering. All right, great. Well, let's uh, talk about one last promo that we wanted to highlight, and this one is with Air France and the KLM promo rewards uh, program. There's some uh, neat changes that came out recently. Um, I guess something for for all the major uh, Canadian cities, but it sounds like uh, Vancouver is the big winner when it comes to uh, how these deals can be applied. And as you sit in your blog. Um, there's an offer right now where you can fly from Vancouver to Europe in business class, no doubt, uh, for as little as 53,000 uh, miles round trip. Let's let's talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, so if you've read the Rewards Canada blog for, for some time now, you know we cover uh, Air France KLM's promo rewards every month when they come out, as long as they cover, as long as there's Canadian cities included. If there's no Canadian cities included, th- then we don't cover it. They used to be called promo awards. But then they changed them to rewards. Um, not sure why they did that, but that kind of happened when the whole Flying Blue program went through a change in June of 2018. And that's when they went to more of a distance-based uh, award chart or reward chart, as they call it, rather than a, a standard you know, a set amount of miles for a region. Um, and so a lot of people found this change to be negative. And, and in some ways it is, because it, it seems that you're, you're going to need more miles for certain locations. But... When you tie in these promo rewards into their new convoluted pricing system, there are some really good deals to be had. Um, and so for this exact for this month, as you mentioned, Vancouver's the winner because it's fifty percent off business class. So um, back when they had just a flat rate chart, it was about when you if you had a fifty percent offer, it'd be sixty three thousand miles and change uh, for anywhere in Canada to Europe. But now with these fifty percent off offers a lot of those flights have actually gotten cheaper in terms of miles. And it really depends on where you're flying to in Europe. So now with the this new distance-based rather than chart-based option, um, some cities actually price out cheaper. And we, we put that up on the blog. So like Vancouver to Milan can be as little as 53,000 miles round trip, uh, plus the taxes and fees, which are around the six seven hundred dollars range which is great for business class when you think these are flights that are three thousand four thousand dollars round trip and you're only spending fifty three thousand miles which is less than what a lot of airlines charge for economy class 
So the question is, is like, how do I get flying blue miles? And the best way in Canada is through Marriott Rewards, Starwood, Preferred Guest, their combined program, um, because they convert one to one, or sorry, now three to one. One to one was when it was Starwood, but Marriott to Flying Blue is three to one now. Um, so say you redeem 60,000 points, you're going to get 25,000 miles in the program. So you can see how quickly that can add up. And so you can tie in the Starwood Preferred Guest credit card from American Express to earn those miles. Uh, eventually and redeem for this. Now when this podcast is coming out, um, you only have a couple weeks left to maybe get on the Vancouver 50%, so it may not be enough time, but this is something to take into account even for future because these come out every month and we've seen Calgary at 50% off, Toronto at 50% off, and they have deals for economy class. There's even 25% off, which a lot of times can be a good deal. Um, So just check our blog every time. Uh, and I just wanted to bring further attention. This is a promotion to really look out for because a lot of people were disenchanted with the new Flying Blue program, but the way it, it prices out, there can be a lot of good deals that can be had with it. And great reminder that you are constantly keeping tabs on those great deals. It's on the website. Check it frequently uh, because they change them all the time. And um, if it is something that you're interested in, uh, take advantage of it because uh, they are they are great offers all right Patrick well look that wraps up this week's podcast uh, make sure of course you do take advantage of all these limited offers and share your feedback on what programs and offers that are working best for you um, versus those that uh, may simply be a waste of time we'd love to hear your feedback um, and suggestions for future episodes until then happy collecting and we'll check you out next time